Hey everybody, this is J.R. Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about the power grid. This is something totally different. I just wanted to talk about something that dealing with corruption and stuff like that. It's about the power grid and the, and the way the system is being ran and everything. All right, but first, let's get into this thing. It's moto time. All right, rich people, poor people. Think about that when it comes to paying your bills. Hey, don't forget, pay your bills. Don't rob Peter to pay Paul. Also, remember, my daddy always says this. Never quit your day job while conquering the world. You can be whatever you want to be successfully as long as you achieve your dreams, but always have something to fall back on. If you got a family, whether you got a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a life partner, or whoever, a boo, a bae, whatever you call that significant other in your life. We're not talking about dogs and animals. They're different. They're a different breed. Those are your children. You can't have a dog or a cat or a horse or whatever pet that you have as your bay or boo or whatever. No, I'm not talking about that. We're talking about human beings, life partners, significant others, that one that you can't live without. You're my person. That person that you say you're my person. You know, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. So now, okay, also remember this. Time is money. Money is time. Wasting time, you're wasting money. We don't do that. We're going to go in right now, and we're going to get into this stuff right now. Hey, by the way, this podcast is sponsored by Black Blue Electronica. BlackBlueElectronica.com for all your electronic needs that you might get. For hard-to-find stuff like power chargers, cell phone, and things that you might need, get it. Because you never know when it comes to a zombie apocalypse or a doomsday prepper, the power goes out. And like I said, this is the best time to talk about it. Like I said, the power grid. Okay, let's begin. Did you know in the United States we have a three power grid system? We have the West Coast, the East Coast, West Coast to to Central, West of the Rockies, and then East of the Rockies, and then Texas. Those are the three power grid systems that are in the United States. Our power grid infrastructure is so antiquated, inadequate, and outdated that the power grid system has rolling blackouts. More ever rolling blackouts. You know the rolling blackouts sometimes happen because of either either like squirrels, birds, um, I, I know this one, a slug can shut the power grid system down. Yeah, because slugs are salt and salt can hit the power and electrical and stuff. Also, did you also know that the power grid sometimes had rolling blackouts due to high excessive use of electricity? Electricity that we use on our daily basis. A lot of times I hear you, you hear this thing about if we conserve electricity, use it this way. Um, between 4 and 9 p.m., conserve your electricity. Don't use as much. Here's a problem with that. For between 4 and 9 p.m. or the peak time that most Americans use their electricity because usually most Americans work during the daytime. And you got to think about what about the hospitals? What about the military installations that are on the power grid system? What about the um, people that are in areas that are in high areas where that's their job is they're like some people work at home and they're using high peaks of electricity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're going to pay your bill, but we're also using a lot of electricity. And you know that our power grid system, there are certain states that make way more electricity. There, there, there are states like say, let's say we'll go. Um, we'll go like Vermont. We'll use them as a good example. I like this state. Vermont's a really good state because they got good maple syrup. And Vermont's, oh, beautiful place. In the winter, it's like a winter wonderland. 
You want to think of like Christmas. Christmas in Vermont is so beautiful. In Connecticut, beautiful. The snow, like Maine. Okay, we talk about that. Now, let's say they have so much electricity that they don't know what to do. They have excess amount of electricity. The problem is they their electricity only goes for that state. I mean, as far as the, the use of electricity. And they generate. And they, and, and they try to, they try to what do you call it? subsidized electricity for other states so say vermont may have electricity but a lot excess of it but guess what they do they end up they end up taking that selling that on the grid to states like new york um like new york massachusetts um rhode island connecticut maine pennsylvania you know dc um west virginia that's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about the power grid system. See, certain states have a lot of electricity. They just they have so much of it that they, they have to put it on the grid to sell and then to sell on the block. And to have the electricity like that, it's like a it's like a monopoly. <coughs> Sorry. It's like a monopoly. And when it comes to monopoly, they are monopolizing the system because there's only three grids. The only state that has their own power grid system is Texas. And Texas power grid system is an old, outdated system. Their, their power grid system is so outdated that it could not hold the amount of electricity that was on that grid. People were saying, what do you mean? No, their grid was so overloaded with so many people using the heat, using electricity during the winter that they had an ice storm that the power grid was so outdated it could not hold because they weren't weatherized for that storm and the grid shut down it literally shut completely down that whole state except El Paso El Paso was the only city that was not on that grid system El Paso was on a different grid system because El Paso's I guess El Paso's mayor former mayor whatever got off the Texas grid system and went on the West Coast grid system and they sustained when every everybody else was shut down they were the only cities they were the only place that was actually up and running people were using backup generators companies were using backup generators hospitals were using backup generators trying to get back on power and they could and it was hard People were out of power. People who live in apartment buildings. When you live in an apartment building, guess what happens? Apartments don't have backup generators. They rely on the grid system. So in the states that are around here, it's three, three, it's three grid systems. The West Coast, West of the Rockies, East of the Rockies, and then Texas. And when I talk about that, when I say that about, um, when I talk about why it's a monopoly, because here's what I don't understand. Why don't, Every state have their own power system. Well, they have their own local regula- regulation. They only have the regulatory system. They'd be like California, the California um, Energy Regulatory. Um, Texas, like Ohio, um, um, Energy Regulatory. Every state has their own commissioners and people that regulate the energy. But the problem is, is that they, and then you have these smaller companies. There's companies in there called, um, they call brokers. How they come to they come into small towns, they come into small towns, major big cities, and they go to people and say, hey, let's get an example. Hey, um, you live in Missouri and you live in say you live in Kansas City. It's good. It's a good neighborhood. The Missouri gas and Missouri gas, Kansas City power and light, KCPNL. 
these companies come and say, hey, we can save you, um, we can save you $2, we can save you $1.50 off your electricity if you switch with us. You're getting the same electricity, but it's just being come being brought in by a broker. And then there's some areas in certain rural, if you're in a rural community, they have what you call a co-op. It's called a co-op. Basically, you're the um, you're the owner of the electric company because you're in a co-op. You you buy in, you pay into this co-op. So your your energy is being regulatory by a co-op, which they have that in most rural areas, like in the Midwest. But like say, well, KCPNL, Kansas City Power and Light, they go out and this guy says, I can save, I can save, I can sell you this at a good, and you're like, oh God, I'm saving money. Not realizing you're getting the same, your energy, your gas, your electricity will never change. It's just that the way, the rate of pay. So basically what it is, is this broker will come in and say, um, this broker will come in and mediate the electricity for you. And as a mediator, so your bill will say, you know, you, your bill will have KCPNL. Kansas City Power and Light will have the KCPNL. Your bill will come in the mail and stuff. And then it'll have your your itemized bill from them. And then from there, you will have this other bill under it that'll say broker. Be like uh, Acme Electric Company, Acme Brokers, Acme Electric Brokers. They come in and they will broker your electric. Give me, and so instead of you paying KCPNL, you're paying Acme Broker, Acme Light. Your bill will come in from KCPNL. But to who you pay to is like Acme Brokerage Company. They will be the one you pay your bill to. So just in case, if say the power grid shuts down in Kansas City because of, the, say, a th- say, a tornado knocks out the power grid, right? I mean, shuts o- overloads the power grid because of a storm. Storm overloads the power grid because of ice. And the, and the power grid shuts down because of ice storm. Well, you're with this brokerage company. Is your power coming back on? No, not really, because you're getting your power from a major. You're still getting your power from the local electric company. It's just the the, your, the who you pay to. So it doesn't matter whether you're paying it to KCPNL or Acme Acme Electric Brokerage Company. It's still the same. So and people always ask me why do we have these rolling blackouts? It's because our infrastructure is so antiquatedly out of date. Did you know that the power that the power grid system was invented by Nikolai Tesla. He invented that power grid system because Thomas Edison created electricity. He pioneered electricity, but his electricity was only within like this regional. Like like say if you live in say Walla Walla, Washington, you, he designed it to be only in Walla Walla, Washington. It didn't go no further. Walla Walla Washington only got that electricity for there. And that was all they were able to get. Because at the time, when, when electricity came to be, electricity was a luxury. What we take, what we do today, we take for granted. Back in the early days, electricity was a luxury. And it was as simple as that. It was a massive design that it was a massive luxury that everyone took for granted. Nowadays, we have electricity. Every house is electrical. Before... Most houses weren't electrical. They were old, outdated. They were like if you were living like um, the um, if you was like the Amish, not all Amish, the the Schutz and Schombergs. Yeah, I think Schutz and Schombergs. Yeah, those they're the ones that are old school Amish. They have no electricity. They do everything by candlelight and by oil, 
or propane or kerosene. Yeah, kerosene. Those are those Amish are old school Amish. No electricity. No 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 running water. Their water is usually piped in, brought in by a pump system and stuff. You know, they're the old school traditional Amish people, and they're people up in they're up in up there in Pennsylvania and stuff like that, and also in Holmes County and um, Holmes County up there in um, Ohio. Did you know? Here's a little fact. Did you know that? The, the state that has the most Amish community is not even Pennsylvania or Ohio. A lot of people thought it was. It's, it is was it is over there in Wisconsin. I did not know that. I did not know that until I had to do some research. It is Wisconsin. They say Wisconsin, Indianapolis, that whole Indian in the state of Indiana, state of Indiana. Indianapolis, Indiana, Wisconsin. Yes. Right there. People thought, yeah, Wisconsin. Because someone said Wisconsin. Then I started doing more. It's Indiana. Indiana. It's either Indiana or Wisconsin. Those two. I think it's Indiana that has the most Amish community. It's not Pennsylvania. Because I always thought they're Pennsylvania Dutch. Because they're Dutch. Um, the Dutch. They speak a, like, a, like a Dutch-German language. That's their language. Dutch-German. You know, their language. They're Amish people. They still speak English, but most of them are speaking like that. The reason I talk about that, I just mentioned that because that was just something a little, a little tip throw off on history. But when it comes to the power grid system, it's a, it's a, it's a conglomerate, and it, and it's also a corrupt system. The reason why I say it's a corrupt system because when we, um, before the power, before we started going, we're we're actually going to a greener system. And as we go to a greener system, our power grid system is going to be outdated. And it's going to cost, it's going to cost trillions to change the system over to this new energy. But the problem with this new energy with the wind, the wind system, that's the wind turbines and stuff like that. The problem with that is only the only areas in the United States that has the most wind that can produce the most wind energy is the Midwest because the Midwest is called the Plains like Kansas, Missouri, um, Nebraska, Iowa, you know, Colorado. Texas is even, yeah, Texas is one of them, but, you know, stuff like that. North Dakota, South Dakota, places like that. Illinois. I mean, South Dakota, well, I'm not sure about Illinois, but yeah, Texas, well, yeah, Oklahoma, they're the, called the Plains. That's why they, they always have that thing called the Plains area, because they're flatlands, and high tornadoes come to that area. If you're noticed, I always say they call that Tornado Alley, or, you know, they call that Tornado Alley. The reason being is because heavy winds are favorable in that area, and it's also perfect for having more electricity produced out of those areas. But the problem is on this gridded system, when other states that need, like, here's a good example. I remember I watched on the news, I remember I watched on the news and read it also in the paper when I lived in another state. Um, California had a blackout. This blackout lasted for one, had a, had a bunch of rolling blackouts constantly because they were overloading the grid. The governor was asking, I need more electricity. I need more electricity. Pacific Gas and Energy, they could not produce enough electricity to sustain this state. So what they were doing 
they were doing mandatory shutdowns because the system was getting so overloaded. The electrical electrical grid was getting so overloaded. They, I mean, the power grid was so massively overloaded that the governor was trying to to manage. And Pacific Gas Energy was saying, "We gotta do, we gotta shut down the grid." So they were shutting down the grid. And people who live in, like, say, trailer parks, people who live in apartments, people who are preconditioned, people who have underlying conditions, people who have health problems, who are on ventilators, oxygen machines. They had no electricity. And you also had people who didn't have power chargers, who didn't have solar chargers or, you know, backup power chargers for their cell phones. People were out of cell phones weren't working. And the reason why cell phones were working, because people were sitting there. I don't have like I don't have no char- I don't have no I can't I don't, have, I don't have electricity. How can I charge my cell phone? So what I tell you, if you don't have electricity to charge your cell phone, you should get you a backup backup charger. Get a backup solar charger. Because guess what? Backup multi-purpose solar charger. Go to blackbluetronica.com. Get you one. Because I'm telling you right now, if the power ever shuts down the power grid, you can take your solar charger, charge your cell phone, put your put your charger out there in the sun, and guess what? It'll 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 heat the sun will heat that thing up, it'll charge it up, and you will still have a charger. Your phone will still be charged. Yes, you'll still have a charger. And all these people with these electric cars. That's why California, right now, in the state of California, they implement this new policy that every person who has a house, who buys a new home, has to get solar charger, get solar on their roof. Have to get solar on their house when they buy a new home. They have to get solar. So now they're trying to go this way where they're trying to go greener. They're trying to get this avatars of saying, we're going to go green. They're trying to go green. They're trying to get this where, because they are, people have excessive, a lot of companies. Everybody's having this system. They're going green. Do you know that um, Tesla Corporation um, Elon Musk is, is is seriously moving his headquarters from California to Texas because Texas is on its own separate power grid. He said he's moving it and he also said they also have better regulatory and they gave him a better deal when it came to electricity because he said he could save more money and also he said it, the cost the cost of electricity is cheaper in Texas to build his cars so he's going to move his company there and move his manufacturing plant there because he said he can save more money because in California it's expensive high expensive 90% of the tech giants are all in California Hewitt Packard packed up and left California and moved moved to Texas a bunch of other companies are moving they're slowly but surely having this thing called the the California exodus They're leaving California and a lot of people are leaving California. I don't know why, but they are because of high, high electricity bills, rolling blackouts. People are tired. This infrastructure is so antiquatedly outdated. I'm telling you, it's so corrupt. And the only way that we as people in the United States and if you're in another country I've, I've heard places in other countries where electricity is a luxury 
like here's a good example in India. Electricity is only 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 available in the big city. If you live in a rural town, if you live in a rural village, they don't have electricity. Only the rich who live in that town, live in that village, have electricity. Everybody else lives by candlelight, or by kerosene, or by pro- kerosene or propane, you know, and stuff like that. Other places don't have electricity. You go to um places. You go to a country like Africa. They are now just putting electricity in areas that never had electricity. They're trying, and that's what I'm talking about. This powerful system is so corrupt because it's it's nothing but a monopoly. If you think of like a like a mob group, like a mob territorial gang group, yes. There was a young gentleman. He found a way, this young guy found a way to get free electricity. He found a way. He utilized, he, he, he researched Nikolai Tesla's stuff, found some of Nikolai Tesla's um, um, works. They weren't finished. You know, he had some, Nikolai Tesla had some of his um, patents and stuff that he had that on, on free energy. He had a, he had a little system. Uh, he built a, um, a generator that self-generated itself so it never needed any energy, never needed any gas, no propane or nothing. It kept generating itself. It kept generating its own energy. It gave you electricity but kept generating itself so it never shut down. Guess what happened? The kid had it. Kid, kid found the flaw that Nikolai Tesla did and he rebuilt it. Got a patent for it and he rebuilt it. Guess what happened? About a month later, he was visited by the federal government and they seized all his equipment, everything he had. Took his computers, took all of his stuff and they seized it. Because of monopoly, because of the mob mentality of the government, they literally took all his stuff. He was going to give out everyone. He was, he was going to make generators that can generate free electricity for everyone. And guess what? They said, no, can't do that. Because here's the problem. The government doesn't like competition. And they will take from, they seized everything. And they said they had the right to because they said that you were doing something that you had no business doing. And they seized it. He didn't do anything wrong, was nothing illegal. And he had to sue them. So when he sued the government, they gave him, he won, he eventually won, but it took five years. Tied up in court. Finally, the government said, here, you can have your stuff back. After they, after they, after they disassembled his, after they disassembled his machine and he said it didn't work. Well, because when he built it, he left one piece out. He even said it. I left one piece out because that piece was the key piece to keep it running. And he said, I don't put it all together. He had one running, showed it. Gave what he did. Then he took it apart and took that piece out and put it back together. Because he said, that's the key that's going to keep me safe. They seized everything except for that one piece. He wasn't mad. He, he, he wanted his equipment back and he wanted his laptop. He wanted all his equipment. They seized everything. Yes. And then someone close to him, one of his closest people. That's why I always say, be careful. Always keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. One of his closest enemies was a family member. Because somebody in the government told this person, get me this piece and I will make it worth your while. 
I will erase your record. He did. And that record was erased. And he said, yeah, he said, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. But look, I, uh, uh, they were, I was looking at such and such time in jail. And they said they will erase my record and everything. Because, you know, he did what he did. Still love you. But I don't trust you. That's what that kid said. So, like I'm telling you. If you have an idea. On how this system works. Be careful out there because it's a, such a monopoly that the government. Oh, here's another thing. We'll go. We'll, we'll do something a little more, a little more, so you can understand. You can look this up. In the seven, in 1974, I think 74 or 75. Yeah, 74. They had the gas shortage. OPEC had a gas shortage because. We were we were running out of gas because Saudi Arabia did a trade embargo and said no gas. Shut the gas down. Do you know we don't get our gas from Saudi Arabia? We get our gas from here. Our gas is pumped in here. And do you know our pump you know our gas system is outdated? Our pipes are outdated. Our our gas lines are outdated. They're old, outdated. We always have sometimes we always have like like what happened a while ago on the East Coast when this company, when these hackers hacked this internet, hacked into this gas company, gas companies, um, this gas broker, this gas manufacturing wholesaler. This company right here is a company that they're the um, they're like a trucking company. They distribute the gas through their lines for all the other major gas companies. They shut that line down. Computers. They, they went into computers, shut the whole line down. That whole thing disrupted the whole system. They were telling people you were only allowed five gallons per vehicle. People were like, I can't drive one five gallons of gas. That's all they were like. And they were cars drive. There were cars on this one gas station in Atlanta. People were people were down four blocks trying to get gas, sitting in line trying to get gas, and they were only allowing. Five gallon of gas per car. That's all they were allowing. Only five gallon. And then one guy literally said, here's what I'm going to do. You can buy as much gas as you want, but it's $10 a gallon. People were like, what? And he got away with it. He was selling gas at $10 a gallon and everybody was paying that because nobody else was giving away gas at nobody was giving away as pump as much as you want. But you only, but you know, you were paying the regular price at three or four dollars a gallon or whatever the price was. He was charging ten bucks a gallon to anyone, and I didn't, I don't care the amount. It's ten bucks a gallon. People were buying that. The people, like, I gotta have gas. I need to get to work. And that really, and other people were driving out of state just to get gas. They were leaving their state, going to another state just to get gas. People were coming from like. People like a good example, people were in Pennsylvania were going into Ohio just to get gas that were on the border, border towns. Um, people were doing that. I'm telling you, this infrastructure is so outdated and the way the government controls everything, it's a monopoly. It is so corrupted the way we do things. And and you and, and then and then you hear and then when you see the when you see mainstream media talk about the corrupt they don't they mention a little bit if you want to go back even further try this one Enron 
Enron was a um, electrical. Enron was a um, a company. Monop. They were in a Ponzi scheme. Stole all this. People lost all types of money on that. Corruption at its finest is dealing with the U.S. government. They are so corrupt, and our grid system is by the by the by the federal energy regulatories is so corrupt because you have people that are like doing fracking and people that are like there was this um there was this gentleman there was this gentleman who um in um up north in the states up north in the united states he had he had over a, he had over ten thousand acres of land that was his land ten thousand acres of land on his property he had he had he had he had a bunch of wind turbines up there on his property but in under the ground massive crudes of oil he had so much oil stored under his property that the federal government walked in and took his land from him took him just literally put a sign up next day they brought in the federal government the u.s military the federal government came in marshals all of them took that guy to jail told him we're taking your land because why they wanted that oil that's so valuable precious things like that and his wind all that wind turbine he had he was selling it back to the state the state see took his land now the energy and all that stuff it's blah blah to the state the guy lost his land guy went to jail for nothing he didn't do anything he didn't he didn't he didn't violate any rules he was just a peaceful man who had 10,000 acres of good crude oil and energy then you have native americans who are sitting there on property that is perfect for wind turbine, perfect for electricity, perfect for the grid system, and also perfect for crude oil. Oh, but guess what happened? Government comes in and says, we need to take this land. Oh, this is tribal land. Oh, no. Yeah, whatever. We're breaking that treaty. Boom, boom, boom. Gun. Done. That's what I'm talking about. The corruption right there is you got to do your homework. Be very vigilant and protect yourself. Got to get yourself protected. Get yourself some solar power generators. Get you some solar panels. Get you some cell phone chargers. Get you some power chargers. Get a hand crank power charger. Go to blackbluelectronica.com. They got a little hand crank charger. Get one of those. You never know. The way this system is and the way the government is controlling everything, you might need to protect yourself. All right? Just want to tell you about this power grid system because that right there is just so, I did not, so inadequate and so outdated that it's going to cost trillions of dollars to rebuild this infrastructure if we're going green. Hey, this is J.R. Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast. And I want to tell you right now, I thank each and every one of you who are listening to this. And remember, be very vigilant when it comes to, be very vigilant. Look around. If you have a cell phone, Listen to this. This is, a, this is something that you need to understand. If you have a cell phone, you need to get you a cell phone charger. A cell phone battery, portable battery charger. you got to get one. Get you a solar one. Get you one that's a solar electric. Get you one that you can, you can use the sun and also house electricity to charge it, to, to recharge it, and also a hand crank on it. It has a little thing where you can hand crank. Use manual where you can hand crank. You need one of those. The reason why I tell you that is because that's going to protect you. You may never need it. Here, here's, a, here's, a, here's a good example. People always say, why do you need guns? Why not? Do, here's a question. When you're getting robbed, you, don't you wish you had a gun? 
when you're being robbed or have that gun when you're getting robbed don't you wish you had a gun but have that gun as a peace of mind that's just it's a bad analogy but the system thing is the same analogy is when your cell phone goes dead and you're making a phone call say you're talking to one of your family members or you're talking to your girlfriend your boyfriend your loved ones your whatever your boo your bae your honey your smooches your snookums whatever and all of a sudden your phone dies and you're out somewhere but there's nobody around with a charger but you're down at one percent and all of a sudden your phone shuts off and you're making this important phone call or you're driving somewhere and your car goes dead because battery goes dead on your car but your cell phone's at one percent and you can't call AAA or you can't call AAA, a tow truck or whatever to get you where you're going because you have no let, no power on your phone. So you need to get a power charger. Go to BlackBlueTronica.com. Get you one. It'll protect you. I thank each and every one of y'all out there. Hit me up on social media. Go do Kansas City Hood Sales and Yard Sales. And that's where you need to go right there. Post anything you want to have about business you're doing or whatever you're looking for. If you're looking for a job or you want to post about a job or you want to post your business that you're, you're, you're offering or selling. If you got a YouTube channel, post it there. Whatever you're doing, post it there. Any e-commerce business doing, post it there. If you also want to find me, you can go to Instagram. Hit, hit me up at Marine Cookie. 3381, that's my old MOS when I was in the United States Marine Corps. That's where you want to go. If you're going to Twitter, hit me up at tips, hit me up at um, JR Bell or tipszip357 at gmail.com. That's the Twitter account. You can go there. You can look right there. You can find me right there. That's a good system. And you can find me on that system right there. And and, and that's where I'm at. Okay. I, I want to tell you, you know, and, and look. Those are the three social medias. I can do more social medias, but I just I haven't got a chance to put them all up. But for those are the one, if you're on, yeah, people say, well, what about YouTube? Yeah, I, I got a YouTube channel, but my YouTube channel it doesn't have any videos on there. It's just a personal page. So I, I will get a hold of that one day. I'll, I'll work on that. But until then, or you can go to anchor.fm. Look up. I got your six podcast. Hit me up on there. You know, hit me up on I got your six podcast on anchor.fm. And just go there and click in and look up me up there and stuff. Hey, I appreciate you and every one of you out there on social media. Hey, want to tell you right now. Hey, Bravo 6, going dark.